All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Abhishek Mukhopadhyay, the headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi arrives in Vladivostok to hold India-Russia annual summit with President Vladimir Putin, also to attend Eastern Economic Forum. India's lander Vikram completes second and final de-orbiting maneuver successfully as it heads for moon. Enforcement Directorate arrests Karnataka Congress leader D.K. Shivkumar in a money laundering case. Jammu and Kashmir government to provide piped water to every household by 2022. And RBI task force calls for central corporate loan contract registry to remove information asymmetries between buyers and sellers. Prime Minister Narendra Modi arrives in Vladivostok this morning on a two-day visit to Russia. Prime Minister will hold the 20th India-Russia Annual Summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin today. In a series of tweets, Mr. Modi said he looks forward to discussing regional and international issues of mutual interest with President Putin. The Prime Minister said his visit underlines the desire of the two countries to diversify and further strengthen bilateral relations. More from a correspondent. A hectic day's awaiting Prime Minister Narendra Modi, who is the first ever Indian Prime Minister visiting the Far East region of Russia, with an aim to explore the opportunities for Indian investors in the fields of oil and gas, diamond and coal mining, agriculture and skill development, the Prime Minister arrived in Vladivostok. Both the leaders will review the bilateral relations and explore new areas of cooperation. Both countries, aiming to increase the trade volume up to 30 billion US dollars by 2025, will look for new strategies to boost economic ties. Various MOUs and letters of intents are expected to be signed today in the presence of both leaders. With Sanjeev and Suprasanti from Vladivostok, Russia, Anuja Bhadwajan, AIR News. The Prime Minister Modi will also attend the 5th Eastern Economic Forum, EEF, beginning today. Mr. Modi will be the chief guest at the Eastern Economic Forum. He will address the plenary session of the EEF tomorrow. The EEF provides a platform for discussing issues aimed at expanding international cooperation in Asia-Pacific region and developing the economy of Russia's Far East. There are several sessions involving India at the EEF. Among them are harnessing the power of youth, logistics, a digital pathway, human capital in Eurasia and the Russia-India business dialogue. Several memorandum of understanding and business-to-business -business agreements are expected to be finalized by business leaders on the sidelines of the summit. At this, 12 will be exchanged in the presence of Prime Minister Modi and President Putin. Indian Ambassador to Russia, D.B. Venkatesh Verma, has said India is interested in the Far East region of Russia because of the opportunities in different fields, including diamond and coal mining. There are a number of resources in the Russian Far East which are of interest to India, be it agriculture, timber, mineral resources, poking coal with respect to diamonds, coal, oil and gas, energy resources, but also with respect to people-to-people uh, -people contact, to respect to labor migration, skill development, educational sphere in which India and Russia can cooperate. Talking about opportunities for Indian investments in the region, an Indian diamond merchant in Vladivostok said the Prime Minister's visit would help to augment the opportunities. I am Rajesh Kothari, based in Vladivostok. We are really happy that uh, Shri Modi ji has come for the EES. And uh, there are a lot of opportunities here in terms of hospitality, in terms of tourism, in terms of timber, in terms of gym and jewelry sector. In fact, uh, Bollywood also, because it's a very scenic place. Nobody has explored this place, but this has got lovely four seasons and it will definitely be a very good opportunity for all the other industries also. 
A special stamp to commemorate Mahatma Gandhi's 158th birth anniversary will be released by the Prime Minister today as part of efforts to boost cultural cooperation. An innovative app to popularize yoga will also be inaugurated. Later in the evening, Russian President Vladimir Putin will host a banquet in the honor of Mr. Modi. India's moon lander Vikram is all set to land on the moon on the 7th of September with Indian space research organization ISRO completing the second and final de-orbital operations successfully this morning. According to ISRO, Vikram's second de-orbital operations began at 3.42 a.m. using the onboard propulsion system and was completed in nine seconds. More from a correspondent. With the successful completion of the second and final deorbit mission of the lander Vikram, the next step is the power descent for landing in the V hours on September 7. So far, the sequence of all the missions of Chandrayaan 2 has been a resounding success. ISRO scientists say the power descent is the most complex endeavor. It will be made in a highly controlled fashion by directing its movement towards the moon's surface, reducing its speed of descent, locating the right place for a hassle-free landing, and navigating it for the culmination of the mission, the soft landing. Jay Singh, AR News, Chennai. After the touchdown by Vikram, the rover Pragyan will roll down from the former to carry out the research for which it has been designed. On Monday afternoon, the Vikram separated from its mother spacecraft, Chandrayaan-2. Chandrayaan-2 was launched into the space by India's heavy lift rocket, GSLV Mark III, on 22nd July. Enforcement Directorate ED has arrested senior Congress leader from Karnataka D.K. Shivkumar in connection with a money laundering case. The former minister and sitting MLA appeared before the ED for questioning for the fourth time yesterday at his headquarters in New Delhi. Officials said the probe agency wants the Congress leader to be put through custodial interrogation and hence he was arrested. Shivkumar will be produced before a court in New Delhi today by the ED for seeking his custody. More from a correspondent. The senior leader from Karnataka Congress, known as troubleshooter in the political circle, D.K. Shukumar, is facing probe from ED after an income tax raid on his establishments a year ago. The raid had yielded cash for several crore rupees and documents pertaining to his business transactions. He was booked under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act last year for alleged tax evasion and hawala transactions. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Shivkumar had to appear before the agency after the Karnataka High Court last week dismissed his petition challenging the summons issued to him by the ED. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Jammu and Kashmir government will provide piped water to each and every household in the state by 2022. Public Health, Engineering and Irrigation and Flood Control Secretary A.K. Sahu held a meeting in Jammu yesterday to review the preparedness of Jammu region in this regard. Addressing the meeting, Mr. Sahu said the state government has already provided 848 crore rupees for water supply schemes in the Jammu region. He said similar allocation for Kashmir division has also been made taking overall allocation to more than 2,000 crore for Jammu and Kashmir. Mr. Sahu said separate allocation has been made for Ladakh in this regard. Meanwhile, Union Joint Secretaries who are currently on a two-day visit to the state reviewed working of animal and ship husbandry and fishery sectors. During the meeting in Srinagar, Union Joint Secretary Cattle and Dairy Development, O.P. Chaudhary, assured of liberal funding for promotion of livestock sector. A task force set up by the Reserve Bank of India, RBI, has called for setting up a central loan contract registry to remove information asymmetries between buyers and sellers. 
The six-member task force was formed to examine the scope for developing a secondary market for corporate loans and make recommendations to facilitate rapid development of such a vibrant market. The task force, headed by Canada Bank Chairman T.N. Manoharan, submitted the report to RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das yesterday. The committee has recommended the setting up of a self-regulatory body of participants to finalize details for the secondary market for corporate loans, including the standardization of documents. It has also called for setting up a central loan contract registry as well as an online loan sales platform to conduct auctions and sale of such loans. The 14th Conference of Parties, COP14, to United Nations Convention to combat desertification is underway at Greater Noida. The core agenda of the 12th Conference, which began on Monday, is to reverse land degradation and its outcomes while accelerating a positive achievements for people and for ecosystems. Delegates from 196 countries are participating in COP14. Talking exclusively to AIR News, Marcos Montorio, who is NGO and Civil Society Liaison Officer, UNCCD, said India has been doing amazing work in combating land degradation, desertification and drought. We are uh, implementing a lot of projects at the local and uh, national level and uh, they have already committed uh, themselves to achieve uh, land degradation neutrality. Mr. Montorio said NGOs and civil society can contribute in large way towards realizing the objectives of COP14 as the work on the field and implement projects to protect and rehabilitate land. They are trying to also to demonstrate to other parties how they can implement the convention in a, at a large scale in terms of uh, ecosystem restoration, in terms of uh, protecting and rehabilitating uh, the land. India gave a strong rebuttal to Pakistani attempt to raise Kashmir issue at UNICEF's South Asian Parliamentarian Conference in Colombo, Sri Lanka yesterday. Lok Sabha MP and member of the Indian delegation, Gaurav Gogoi, reminded the Pakistani delegation of the internal situation related to human rights, plight of minorities and legislation such as blasphemy law. He was reacting to Pakistani delegation attempt to raise the issue of human rights in Kashmir. A similar attempt to raise the issue during the meeting of South Asian speakers in Mali was also thwarted. India and Japan have carried out a comprehensive review of security situation in the Indo-Pacific region, including the latest developments in the South China Sea. During his visit to Tokyo, Defense Minister Rajnath Singh held wide-ranging talks with his Japanese counterpart Takeshi Iwaya. They shared the view to explore cooperation with countries in the Indo-Pacific region. In a joint statement, the two countries affirmed the intention to hold the first foreign and defense ministerial dialogue under the 2 plus 2 framework ahead of the Indo-Japan Annual Summit later this year. It said the India-Japan-U.S. trilateral maritime exercise Malabar will be held from late September to early October this year. The United States has announced sanctions on Iran's space agencies. The new sanctions targeting the Iran Space Agency and two of its research institutes were the first of its kind by Washington as tension between the two countries escalates. In Bihar, sportspersons are appreciating the Fit India campaign launched by Prime Minister Narendra Modi on the National Sports Day last month. Several players, coaches and youths are saying the sports sector in the state will get benefit from the campaign which is ailing for several decades. More from a correspondent. People from various corners are visualizing that campaign would bring hidden sports talents on the forefront as the appeal is gathering momentum and catalyzing all walks of life.
talking to AIR Bihar cricket under 16 team coach Ali Rashid told that Fit India campaign has potential to bring world face change in sports in rural areas of the state Bihar mein bachcho mein humne jo dekha in Bihar it has been witnessed that in every district awareness is not sweeping among children as much needed it means they are aware about a sports but towards fitness it is not sufficient so they are not able to compete in comparison to urban areas jo shaharon ke Many experts are of the opinion that appeal of Prime Minister is making positive changes in attitude of youth towards maintenance of health. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Sunil Verma. Thank you, Abhishek. IAF inducts eight Apache attack helicopters, writes the Hindu, adding, it is the most advanced multi-role heavy attack helicopter in the world. The Tribune headline reads, JNK Pachayat members to get protection 2 lakh rupee cover. Also on JNK, the Indian Express writes, JNK team meets Shah, says he assured curves to be eased in 25 days. The paper also quotes the tourism ministers of Maharashtra and Karnataka saying, we'll buy land in JNK for resorts. India to protest Pakistan impeding of Jadav access reports the Asian age. And finally, why Doha is painting its roads blue? Well, the Times of India reports that Qatar's Public Works Authority has painted the roads in capital Doha with blue heat-reflecting pigment in an effort to cool down surface temperatures. With that, back to you, Abhishek. Thank you, Sunil. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi arrives in Vladivostok to hold India-Russia annual summit with President Vladimir Putin, also to attend Eastern Economic Forum. India's lander Vikram completes second and final de-orbiting maneuver successfully as it heads for moon. Enforcement Directorate arrests Karnataka Congress leader D.K. Shivkumar in a money laundering case. German Kashmir government to provide piped water to every household by 2022. And RBI task force calls for central corporate loan contract registry to remove information asymmetries between buyers and sellers. And for details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.